What's up and welcome to the DualSense Podcast for episode 150. Travis, 150 episodes. We've, I can't believe we've made it this long. Mm-hmm. I am one of your co-hosts, Jason, and I'm joined, as always, by your other co-host, who's calling himself this evening, Holly Cost Denial. <laughs> <laughs> He's also known as uh, Travis, of course. Travis, what's, what's going on tonight? I had discovered my second favorite root beer today. Is it called Holly Cost Denial? No, it's called, uh, oh. hold on. Barks? It's called, no, Barks is number one. It's called, Good. It's, it was, it's since 1939. It's called Frosty Root Beer. Really? How'd you discover this? Mom found it at the Roses. Okay, hey, what, a, what a place to find this, your second yeah. favorite root beer. I don't even know why she's there, which it just occurred <laughs> to me that we have people that don't know what a Roses is that listen, and it's uh-huh. very difficult to explain what a Roses is. It is, truly. It's, it's like below a Goodwill and quality of goods, but their goods aren't oh. donated. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's unironically a, a very apt description, I would say. Yeah, I don't Ours even used know to have a restaurant in it. It did? Yeah, ours used to have a restaurant inside of it. Oh, I didn't know that. You, yeah, you could go in and sit down and eat. Sure could. Oh, holy shit. Wow, I bet yeah. that was not good. Those were the days. Yeah, Those but you could back smoke in, in my there. day. Oh, you 100% could smoke in there. <laughs> <laughs> if it was still there, you probably still could. Uh, one of those type of joints. Anyway, there was something I wanted to tell you. Oh, went to eat tonight with the wife and uh, had to emergency shit before I ever left the restaurant. I know you'd be proud. Solid. Yeah, I am proud of you. I almost texted you while I was going on, but I was having a rough time, rough go. Yeah. Was it because there was too much lag time between the food and the check or the appetizer and the dinner? Both of those affect me. I don't know, man. I'm just, uh, ever since I've started drinking coffee, like on the reg, I, my, my body just is different. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm built, I'm built different now. You know, of course it, it doesn't help that I am naturally at a disadvantage because of my lack of three vitamin intestines. But, uh, <laughs> uh-huh. you know, s- since I was a wee lad, yeah, no, that doesn't help. It just, you know, it's like, it's like skipping a step. You know, right. the, when you're putting the IKEA furniture together, yeah, you have a circumcised large intestine. I do. I certainly do. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy! And there's something else I wanted to tell you, though. Oh yeah, the garden. Went and checked on the garden when I got home. It's doing great. Good. I'm glad. Great. Do you have any spiders in there? By the way, I found a white no. spider on me to get today. I don't like that. I've never seen. I don't one like before, that at all. So that sounds like some very like comic book shit. Yeah, it was I an albino. Isn't there a comic about that, about a guy getting bit by a spider and becomes like a superhero? Yeah, it's Wolverine. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah, you're right. I thought it was X-Men. Anyway, (laughs) we're totally off the rails right off the bat. I love it. It's our 150th episode. Suck it. Anyway, Travis, we are, of course, a weekly podcast where you and I get together and discuss all things like news, rumors new game releases, and much more in the world of PlayStation. We post new episodes every Monday on all of the usual podcast services around the world, as well as YouTube, where uh, we, just keep, we just keep kind of blowing up over there on the YouTube. So that's, that's cool, but we're there uh, as well with our shows. And in addition to gameplay videos, uh, most recently we have Super Mega Baseball 4 on there for your viewing pleasure about 17 minutes of gameplay i've been reviewing that game for a uh, gaming nexus and i'll talk about that a little later but you can also find us on social media 
or on Twitter. We go by at the DualSense Pod. We'd love to hear from you in chat PlayStation. You can also catch us on Instagram and Facebook if you please. And our website is the DualSensePodcast.wordpress.com. So find us, hit us up, and let's talk some PlayStation. And without any further shenanigans or ado, let's jump into a far, far less busy uh, news week this week uh, than 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 was the previous one. And uh, I told Travis earlier, we went to lunch. I said, we might be able to get this one done in about 45 minutes. So uh, we'll see. Just It's calmed down quite a bit. We're in that post-showcase lull and the pre-Summer Game Fest lull, if you will. So here we go. Starting with number one. Sony has apparently continued their firing spree and have now laid off staff at PlayStation Visual Arts, according to post on social site LinkedIn by John Borba a project coordinator at the studio who said that, quote, the industry is tightening belts all over the place, and I ended up where a lot of folks are right now, end quote. He added that he was let go due to, quote, large, to a large pivot on the AAA multiplayer game I've been working on, end quote. Sony announced last October that Visual Arts was working with Naughty Dog in a new studio on a AAA project, which is believed to be an Uncharted game, but there have been other rumblings that they were working on a stylized multiplayer game. And of course, he confirmed that they're working on a multiplayer game as well. So the combination of stylized and multiplayer potentially means they were supporting multiple projects. I don't know. I'm kind of confused about what's what, what they were working on exactly. But uh, any thoughts about this? Industry Industries are tightening belts everywhere. So that's not, yeah. you know, it's a big deal there. That's a whole different, you know, if we were doing an economic podcast, we could talk about, you know, is it a self-fulfilling prophecy when you keep yelling about a recession for two years where nothing happens and then you just start laying people off because it's quote-unquote coming eventually you'll create mm-hmm. your own recession but anyway interesting you know if i knew more about what what jason borba did or sorry john borba did i could probably have a little more <laughs> jesus insight. christ it's jason born yeah <laughs> it's uh john borba t mm-hmm. borba t tuna okay so anyway the large pivot, I think, is interesting. So my mm-hmm. assumption is, like, did they move? Was the multiplayer moved away from a live service or to a live service? Like, maybe this guy had, maybe he was a live service, you know, connoisseur, and they aren't doing that anymore. He's the obvious person you'd cut, right? Or right. if, um, you know, maybe he, maybe he's a really good writer, but we're done writing the story for the next Uncharted game. We can cut him because we need the art. What's well, visual arts? So, yeah, maybe he's a whatever mm. you know a graphic designer or some shit you get the idea so yeah but yeah it definitely says the way if however you break that down it says there's they're making two games so what is the pivot would be the question and my assumption is they completely changed they had to have changed some sort of style um, whatever mm-hmm. that is yeah i think it, at a high level i this sounds to me like that they're working on two projects or assisting on two projects um which it shouldn't be a surprise because they are a support studio, but it sounds like they are working or, you know, working with Naughty Dog and this other secret studio that's just been rumored to be making another Uncharted game that I think is an Uncharted reboot of some sort. And it also sounds like they've been assisting what sounds like to me Gorilla's multiplayer Horizon game because we've heard reports of it being stylized. And maybe they've come out and said that. I don't remember, but. We've got those reports of that that Horizon game being stylized, so it sounds like that is the project that has made the pivot. We also know that Sony and PlayStation and Bungie now have been evaluating all of their live service 
games, all their multiplayer games. So this sounds like all this has just been like a floodgate, all all been ha- happening at once behind the scenes in terms of these teams having projects canceled or scaled back or staff moved around or whatever. And I think that, yeah, it is a part of, like you said, this recession that everyone's rep- preparing for, but it's also, I think, a, naturally a part of what PlayStation is trying to do with their multiplayer games for better or worse. Um, I mean, even Naughty Dog, even, it even happened at Naughty Dog, so no one's really safe. No, no one's immune, so to speak. But, um, you know, it, it's probably not the last report that we're going to get like this, to be honest. There's, there's probably some more of this that has happened, and we'll hear about it eventually. Number two, several new PlayStation VR 2 games were revealed this week, some courtesy of a MetaQuest game showcase, which naturally featured some titles that will also be coming to Sony's headset. We got announcements from developer Fast Travel Games, who announced Vampire the Masquerade Justice, a stealth-based adventure RPG that's launching late this year. And uh, it looks awesome. It looks, uh, I'll talk about it in a second, I guess. But the next one was former CD-ROM PC mystery adventure game, The Seventh Guest from Vertigo Games, as well as over-the-top shooter Bulletstorm from People Can Fly. It's coming to VR. Ghostbusters Rise of the Ghost Lord narrowed down its release date to a fall release window by developer In Dreams. There were two other notable games that were announced that have not yet been confirmed that they will come to PSVR 2, but it would be hard to imagine if they don't. That would be Power Wash Simulator and Assassin's Creed Nexus VR. Ubisoft said they will fully reveal their VR game at June 12th's Ubisoft Forward event. So. Any of these intrigue you? I actually think that they all sound pretty cool, except for the uh, CD-ROM game. That's funny. That's the one that intrigues me the most. Really? Well, yeah, I, I I'll mean, tell you why. The, the Masquerade, the Masquerade you know, I actually think it looks pretty cool, especially in VR. I think that'd be a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Over-the-top shooter bullets, why not? That sounds like a blast. Honestly, the Ghostbusters thing I didn't think would be that cool, but you know, catching ghosts and stuff, and you, I mean, I don't know, it seems like it'd be a blast now, the more you think about it. But obviously, I think... You know, Assassin's Creed would be the most exciting. I think that would be a blast. I'm interested to see how it actually plays out. Mm-hmm. Oddly enough, I feel like the Power Wash Simulator will be oddly satisfying <laughs> VR. I like, I think it'll be a fucking blast. So, no pun intended. I, yeah, oh, good one. I think they'll all be pretty cool. Honestly, like, I think it's a pretty solid set there. Yeah, I think all of these sound really good. Uh, the one that I, I think I guess I'm least excited about, considering how m- my body handles you know free moving shooters would be bullet storm because it's a very like hectic shooter uh it was on ps4 i don't think it ever got a port to ps5 but it was i'm trying to think of something to compare it to it's just like it's crazy it's like you yank people toward you like like there's a lot going on yeah blow them away and shit i just don't think i could handle that but the one that looks the coolest to me of course that we've seen we haven't seen assassin's creed that could also be cool but uh, is that the seventh guest, which is a, like I said, a mystery adventure game? You go into a haunted house and you're mm-hmm. trying to to solve a mystery, of course. And there's ghosts, and it's not like it's not like it's not like Resident Evil scary. It's more just like creepy. It's like Casper the Ghost kind of creepy, is the way I would describe the trailer. And uh, so I'm really keen for that. You know, I don't like scary games, but this one looks pretty neat. At one point. In the mid-90s, when this game came out on PC, Bill Gates, you guys might have heard of him, he described this game as the future of interactive entertainment. 
because it was one of the games that one of the very first games to be on CD, first of all, but also it mixed like 3D gameplay with FMV, like live action video. So it was kind of one of the first of its kind to do that. The Vampire Masquerade game looks awesome. It looks kind of like Dishonored in a way because it's like, you know, right. obviously a first person like stealth game, but you're a vampire. It looks really dope. Uh, excited about that. All these are coming out this year, I think, if I remember correctly. So that's, you know, that's, that's awesome. Very keen to see what Assassin's Creed could look like in VR. In my opinion, I think it's going to look a lot like that vampire game. It's going to be a stealth based, mm-hmm. you know, hidden sneak up on someone and hit them with a hidden blade type of thing, whatever, uh, which sounds cool. How do you think um, jumping into haystacks from Great Heights will be in VR? Uh, I think it'll mean that I'm going to vomit all over my carpet. Mm. <laughs> so, I, yeah, that, that's that's those are the big question marks, right? Because Assassin's Creed is this game focused on parkour and all this type of stuff. So how do you translate that exactly? I don't know. I think it's going to have to be something derivative. Uh, and then, yeah, I'm really hoping that Power Wash Simulator does make the jump because that's uh, kind of like the poker game for me. Like, you could just chill out power wash some some shit you know for a little while sounds sounds cool <laughs> yeah. uh sounds miserable in a way but great in another anyway the other thing that i want to point out here is we're getting some good cool uh vr games some some from big name developers and publishers there are no first party stuff here to say but they're to speak of but i say that because i think that the cadence that we're going to get with psvr2 in my guesstimation is maybe one big release from PlayStation Studios a year for PSVR 2 and the rest of it is going to be stuff like this where it's like third party stuff that's that's kind of the higher on the higher end for PSVR 2 that's just my 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 guess on that number 3 PlayStation announced June's PlayStation Plus essential tier games this week starting on June 6th players can download NBA 2K23 on PS4 and PS5 Park Building Management Game, Jurassic World Evolution 2 for PS5 and PS4, and Side-Scrolling Samurai Action Game, Trek to Yomi for PS5 and PS4. What do you think about the lineup? See, I think it's pretty good. Um, Jurassic World looks fun, and everybody says the first one's better, but, you know, yeah. it's, it's, a, it's a management game where dinosaurs can eat humans. Like, how bad could it yeah. be? Trek to Yomi looks interesting. I'm, I'm tempted. I mean, it's free, so I might as well try mm-hmm. it, but uh, what's it called? Um, Sifu is also on sale this week, so it's you know I'm yeah, tempted. No. I'm, I'm tempted. I'm eternally tempted by that as well. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. Two uh, K is interesting. It's free now. Um, it really mm. shows you how fast sports games devalue, mm. especially when they're cyclical. Uh, we know that, but it's just interesting how you know the game's eight or nine months old, and now it's literally free. Mm. Just interesting to me how that works. Um, yeah. Like they've already completely switched over to worrying about 22 k 24 so oh yeah uh, that, that's always fun if you don't mind or don't care to not have a basketball game until the nba finals you can just wait every year for it to be free mm-hmm. yeah it'll be free somewhere you can you can write it down take it to the bank i think people are kind of down on this on this uh month for plus for essential i should say and but i'm i'm not i think if you look at it on the whole i think it's actually a pretty good month you know i i already own nba so that's a bummer but it's pretty good value here, uh, I think, for the month. And NBA, if you download that and and, play, and start that, you get 50 reward points for the PlayStation Stars program. 
So there's that, even if you don't want to play it. But be warned, it's 154 gigabytes on PS5. So it's a big boy. But I'm excited quite a bit about the other two as well, because I have been wanting to play the Jurassic World Evolution games. Like you said, I've heard also that the first one's better, but hard to beat free. So definitely going to check that out. I've been holding off on Trek to Yomi. I think you have been too. It's like that black and white, you know, side-scrolling Ghost of Tsushima almost. So pretty keen to check that out as well. We'll also be finding out the extra and premium tier games here pretty soon. Number four, we're already on to our news nuggets. Told you guys. First nugget, Sony revealed a slate of new PlayStation Stars campaigns and digital collectibles this week. Starting June 6th, members can earn 50 points by playing PS Plus game NBA 2K23, as I mentioned. Likewise, beginning June 1st, you can earn 50 points by playing one of several PSVR 2 games, including Horizon Call of the Mountain, Gran Turismo 7, Resident Evil Village, No Man's Sky, Kayak VR Mirage, and Tetris Effect. There are also some new trophy case themes inspired by PlayStation IP, such as Uncharted, The Last of Us, and Sackboy. So... Nothing too crazy there. Get your points for sure. I'm oddly, I'm oddly excited to see the the uh, trophy case themes. I don't know why they look cool. They're out there. I don't. I think they're on the PlayStation blog. Maybe that I saw that, and uh, they're out there. They're pretty cool. The Uncharted one looks like the cover of um, Uncharted. No, I'm trying. To, well, yeah, but I'm trying to think of which one. I don't think it's the fourth one. Maybe it is a Thief's End. Anyway, it looks cool. Next nugget. Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart is making the jump to PC finally on July 26th, courtesy of PlayStation Studio Nix's software. It will feature enhanced ray tracing, support for ultra-wide screens, and improved graphical fidelity options, among many other updates. So, uh, getting another game over on PC. I think Ghost of Tsushima has got to be coming soon, right? It's, I don't think it's on PC yet. It's, it's got to be close to being the next one, I would say. Also, survival horror game Amnesia the Bunker is launching June 6th for PS4. Remedy Entertainment revealed new details for Alan Wake 2 this week. It will have two campaigns, each of with, each with its own visual style set in two different worlds. One campaign is inspired by the movie 7 and True Detective, which has me super, super intrigued. It now, does sound pretty cool. What mm-hmm. would, like, I, I mean, I, don't, I won't play it, but you know, I'll listen to somebody tell me what it's about. <laughs> I, might, I might sack up and play it. I don't know. I really like the first one, so I might do it. We'll see. Also, website Video Games Chronicle reported that Microsoft's CMA appeals hearing is scheduled for July. Meanwhile, South Korean regulators approved the deal this week. So just some more CMA stuff going on there. Oh, and speaking of that, I have this later in here, but now's a good time to talk about it. Apparently, there is rumor that Microsoft is looking, or not Microsoft, but Activision Blizzard is looking into ways to cease their operations in the United Kingdom in order to get the deal to go through and that they might move their entire European operation out of England into some other country in the European Union to allow it to go through. I thought England left the EU last year anyway. They did. That's why they're going to get out of there and go to the EU. Oh, well, they could go anywhere. I mean, there's a lot of countries there. Oh, yeah. But we we know what this means. Uh Uh-oh. They're going to be... (laughs) <laughs> there's going to be illegal copies yes of Call of yes. Duty in England yeah we were talking about, yeah I'm glad you said that we were talking about that they're de- yeah people are going to have to bootleg you know whatever copies from the US or Australia or whatever to be able to play <laughs> Call of Duty 
in the UK or the Diablo. Like that's so wild to me. <laughs> that's so fucking crazy. Are they really? I mean, surely they, I don't like, know, man. Surely they don't have the stones to do that, right? They have to have a TV license over there anyway. So I, I mean, you could see them somehow knowing you're on. If you get a VPN and and you know, right? Yeah, steal steal a fucking game from a lorry truck in France. <laughs> Go under the <laughs> yeah. go under the English Channel, bring it back over, get a yeah. VPN for Italy. How the fuck would they know? I don't yeah, know. yeah, they're just like like you said. They're just gonna be if they, they stole uh, PS5s out of the lorries over there. They're certainly gonna steal Activision Blizzard games out of the lorries. Yeah, without. they don't care. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> I'm playing the, fucking Diablo. Give me the game. <laughs> yeah, they watched the town and they watched Heat. You know, four or five times. Like, okay, we can do this. <laughs> All right, next nugget. CD Projekt Red announced that The Witcher 3 has now sold more than 50 million copies since its launch in 2015, with combined Witcher franchise sales crossing 75 million. So, a uh, pretty big hit, I would say. It's up there in Red Dead Redemption 2 air. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. Chinese company NetEase has announced the opening of another studio based in Tokyo called Pincool, led by former Dragon Quest producer Ryotaro Ichimura. When I heard the name of the studio Pincool, I immediately thought of SOCOM on PS2 because the one of the first story missions you have to rescue some type of informant and his code name is Pincushion. But anyway. So why why is Japan letting Chinese companies run in their company? I don't know. I'm That's wondering weird. that too. I don't understand. I would like well, we wouldn't let North Korea put in a fucking brewery in Minnesota. Like it's just odd to me. That's a fair point. Mm-hmm. Also, Blizzard announced that the first 1,000 players who reach hardcore level 100 will have their names added to an in-game statue for eternity. And if you're thinking, that's not a big deal, that's not hard to do, well, all you have to do is not die. Because if you if you die in hardcore mode, your character's gone forever, and you have to start all the way over. So, good luck to you nerds yeah. out there. I think that's pretty sweet, though. It's pretty cool. It is neat. It is neat, yeah. Also, Disney Dreamlight Valley's next major update appears to be adding Cinderella's fairy godmother as a villager, and uh, they also announced a roadmap for the remainder of 2023, if you're interested. Seems pretty robust. Konami confirmed that the Metal Gear Solid 3 remake will reuse the voice lines from the original game, which is Mm kind of cool, I think. Civilization developer Firaxis and Witcher Studio CD Projekt Red have both announced layoffs of around 30 staff members this week as Playoffs continue to hit the industry, as we were discussing earlier. So everybody's getting nervous. Buttholes are puckering. Former God of War art director Rafe Grissetti, uh, after we discussed that he left last week, has announced that he's joining Netflix and former Bungie lead Joseph Staten to develop an original multi-platform AAA game mm-hmm. for Netflix. Imagine mm-hmm. that. Play a play, you boot up your PS5, fire up a game, get the splash screen, it says Netflix. And then you get the I game. feel like that's coming. Yeah. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. There's rumors also. Communism. What? <laughs> there's rumors also this week. I didn't. This, I didn't put it in here because it's not PlayStation news, really. But there's rumors that Comcast is interested in buying a video game publisher and getting into the video game market, like uh, hmm. rumors of uh, Take Two and uh, someone else, I think. So that's also interesting. Yeah, I mean, you can play games on Netflix now. You can play Valiant Hearts 2. There's all kinds of little one-offs True. on there. True, yeah. It's only the natural progression of that. Next nugget, controversial first-person shooter Six Days in Fallujah is finally hitting Steam Early Access on June 22nd with a full-release plan for consoles and PC sometime in 2024. 
And uh, I'm pretty keen to play this. I know that's, you know, not a popular opinion for some, but uh, it looks good. looks interesting. I mean, yeah. for if you take it on the merits of it being a shooter alone, it looks very good. So Yeah, and it's only controversial because, you know, that happened 20 years ago. If that was something that happened in 1923, nobody would say a fucking word about it. So hmm. I think we should not worry about the fact that it's based in Fallujah, but it does look pretty awesome. It looks pretty hardcore. Like mm-hmm. I think I sent you a gameplay video today and you know, like you can't see in buildings because your character's eyes aren't adjusted yet. And mm-hmm. uh, the guy who was playing the game was a former veteran and he was like talking about how they like, you know, the co-op stories are going to be based on actual yeah. stories from veterans that, you know, this is where we were in Fallujah. We did X, Y, and Z. Right. We went to a house and these things happened. So then the co-op story will, you know, it'll be a mission that happened in real life. And they, he was showing like how they've cleverly done things like mouse holes to shoot, cut holes in ceilings, like all kinds of cool stuff. So yeah, um, that and the regeneration process in the game where each level's different. Like I hope some more games copy some of these things uh, yeah. that they're going to put into this. Yeah. It's got that procedural mechanic to it with the, with the, with the levels and everything. Listen, not all history is good history, but that doesn't mean that you just hide it. Doesn't mean you bury it doesn't mean you don't talk about it no matter how, what you feel about the iraq war it's again it's a video game and like you said they're trying to they're trying to do it in a tasteful respectful tone you know and also we can't sit around and be mad about stuff like this when in dozens upon dozens of these other games we play we're just murdering people mass murdering people left and right yeah. you know we're picking up hookers and grand theft auto like what what are we talking about guys you know a game that i would be okay with you being offended at would be um a management sim where you ran a holocaust camp i would be totally fine with that being yeah. out of uh, that's out of the question <laughs> like, sure like that's okay I, like that's fine or a or a human experimental thing mm-hmm. like the like the chinese did in the in, or the japanese did in the first world war to the Chi- or second world war to the chinese so mm-hmm. those things yeah sure but this is like come on guys like yeah a little different sure also several former cd project red leads have founded a new game studio called blank they announced this week but nothing about what kind of game they're making don't like the game yeah (laughs) the studio name yeah that's what i meant (laughs) okay yeah it's very uh plain that's what they're going for. They called it blank. Mm-hmm. Anyway, Yakuza developer Ryuga Gotoku is planning to hold its own showcase on June 15th, but no further information was given. Devolver Digital also confirmed that their showcase will take place on June 8th as a part of Summer Game Fest. A new live streaming in- interactive series called Silent Hill Ascension was announced this week. The series will start later this year, but no streaming platform was announced. So I'm unclear if this is just going to be like a YouTube thing or what. Sony is currently hosting a new Days of Play sale until June the 12th, which features sales on games, merch, and even 25% off PlayStation Plus subscriptions for both new and existing members. If you need to re-up or if your subscription is about to expire now, is a great time to check that and do take care of that. They need to run one again in December for me. Yeah, for real. I think mine is June of next year, so I might go ahead and just re-up while it's off. I don't know. Also, Warner Brothers Games and NetherRealm Studios have opened registration for Mortal Kombat 1 playtest, which you can sign up for now at the game's website. Square Enix says development is going well on Final Fantasy VII Rebirth and that they're working on quote-unquote nailing down the release date. It's still vaguely scheduled for this winter. 
EA Sports announced that they are partnering with Nike's new Dot Swoosh NFT platform to include quote unquote virtual creations in future games. So uh, that's a massive part noise. And uh, I guess we now know what EA thought that they couldn't achieve with FIFA as a partner. <laughs> yeah, right. That'll be on uh, that'll be the NIL deals. Yeah. Yeah, true. Yeah. Also, website PushSquare reported that multiple industry insiders say PlayStation will hold more digital showcases this year. And in other news, water is wet. So, <laughs> I mean, you, anybody could say that. Like, do you mean like a showcase showcase, a state of play? Because they're certainly going to host a state of play. I don't know if you're really going out on a limb there. Anyway, next nuggets. The recent PlayStation showcase was one of Sony's most watched ever. Speaking of showcases, and in fact, it was the second most watched showcase ever for the company. So everybody watched it, and everybody hated it. Apparently, I'm just not. I'm not that. I'm not that low on it, like we talked about. I just don't get it. But anyway, PlayStation CEO Jim Ryan says the firm expects to sell more than 108 million PS5 units in the console's lifetime, which is uh, quite a bit. Spider-Man 2 developer Insomniac Games revealed this week that the game's map is roughly twice the size of the first game, that character swapping is instant and, and unlimited in the open world, but controlled during missions. Insomniac also said the version of the game that we saw during the showcase was not the final retail version of the game, so they were of course. implying that it'll look better, but that, yeah, like you said, of course, that seems like a foregone conclusion. Um, did you did I send you the meme or was it John or did you send it to us where the guy was showing what it was like when you split characters on Spider Man? Maybe me. And like yeah, it jumps and it's like GTA. <laughs> yeah, maybe. This <laughs> sounds like familiar. And then it zooms in and it's uh <laughs> it zooms in and it's the crazy fucker from GTA and he's trying to flush a body part down. His yes, <laughs> yes, yes. It's Trevor. It's Trevor flushing yeah. an army on the toilet. Yeah. Uh yeah, it killed me. <laughs> I think I sent you guys that. That was so that killed me. Next nugget: Rockstar announced GTA Online's next major update, called San Andreas Mercenaries. Players will quote take flight alongside a team of elite pilots and ex-military operators to do battle against the monolithic forces of San Andreas's largest private military. End quote. They're also adding the ability to hold X or cross, I should say, to sprint instead of mashing it. After a mere 10 years on the market. So no oh, more. Thank God. Yeah, no more button mashing to sprint. You can just hold it now or will be able to. Jesus Christ. I was really holding it back. I think some people will actually play it now. <laughs> yeah, they'll sell another 5 million copies just because they fixed the fucking sprint button. Also, Transformers Optimus Prime is coming to Fortnite in Season 3's Chapter 4. A Final Fantasy 16 demo has been spotted on the PlayStation Store, but is not live as of the time of this writing, but uh, it's coming. Romanian regulators, Travis, of all people, are now investigating PlayStation for antitrust concerns regarding their domination of the PlayStation Store. It seems that the gist of their argument is that because you cannot buy those digital games anywhere but the PlayStation Store, like buying a digital download card of a game that can then be redeemed on the store, for instance, that Sony has a stranglehold of their own marketplace and that it's anti-competitive. So that is one hell of an argument. The fuck does that mean? They own it, right? <laughs> it's their marketplace. I don't understand. I like, don't know. I, I can buy exclusive stuff on Walmart.com. Are you going to sue them too, Romania? Right. This sounds like some shit Microsoft paid them to do. <laughs> right. <laughs> it's like, hey, here's here's a hundred mil. Need you to look into this. Get Dracula out of the fucking coffin and look into this. All right. A free French expansion is coming to Train Sim World Three on PS4 and PS5. All you nerds. 
I'm talking about a perfect usage of something for a Holocaust management game would be the French trains. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, <laughs> uh, you're really on the Holocaust thing tonight. Do you watch a doc or something? No, I was just. Hmm. I mean, I know I've had a hard on for four hours. So. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I know you're a you know you're a history major and everything, but uh, Jesus, <laughs> I forgot that was my name. Okay, yeah, I really am on it today. <laughs> <laughs> you're on a Holocaust motif tonight. Uh, yeah. All right. Summer Game Fest will be about two hours long, according to Jeff Keeley. So I'm gonna come for about two hours. That's awesome. Yeah, anyway. <laughs> we're totally off the rails tonight. Hit Indie RPG Chained Echoes is getting a new game plus mode in the near future on PS4. A Steam DB listing has seemingly out of the existence of a Tekken 8 beta, although there's no confirmation at this point. I'd say that's pretty likely. CD Projekt Red is ramping up work on the next mainline Witcher game as work on the Cyberpunk 2077 expansion comes to a close. Checks out. Marathon's art director, Travis Joseph Cross, says that Bungie's new extraction shooter channels Mirror's Edge, Wipeout, and Formula One Racing for its art style. I found that very interesting, actually, when I read that this week. That may, that, that checks out to me after it having does? seen the trailer. Yeah, okay. I, get, I get that. I get what he's saying. Okay, all right. You, you don't get that? I don't see how Formula One ties in, but I think he means like if you if you watch that trailer, like how like the the colors are like when I look when I look at a Formula One car, like the colors Lots of, of the things cars. have color. Well, I know, <laughs> holy shit, they're like color blocked and they're like nice and shiny and like the lines and everything of the cars. Like, come on, you can see it. Jesus Christ, you're going to do a line of coke or something, then you'll really see it. I think that's what he did when he came up with that freaking explanation. <laughs> Jeez, oh Pete. Next nugget, PlayStation is sponsoring the Guerrilla Collective Indie Showcase on June 7th, which I find interesting because they typically don't do stuff like that. Um, so I wonder what is going to be there exactly. And I would say that it's pretty likely that everything that that is shown at that show will come to PlayStation. So that's always fun. <laughs> Here he goes. Website PlayStation Lifestyle reported that semiconductor company Qualcomm has said it is open to working with PlayStation on a handheld gaming device. Of course, that desire will never be reciprocated by Sony, who has no desire to make a proper handheld, it seems. But, uh, you know, people can hope. Sony has signed Stranger Things actor Finn Wolfhard to be a part of their PlayStation Playmakers program. Okay. What's that? What is a Playmakers program? Because I saw something on YouTube about it yesterday, too. Like a black woman. Yeah, it's like a fucking influencer. Like It's like a TikTok influencer for PlayStation, basically. <laughs> oh, my God. What do you do with it? What do they send you? I don't know. They just, you just get a plaque? Well, I guess. Like, LeBron James is one, you know? Like, I guess he's going to make a fucking... Yeah, well, NetEase he did, wants to pay him, too. Remember, remember he did... I forgot about that. Remember LeBron did the fucking God of War Ragnarok commercial with Ben Stiller? Yeah. So that's what it is. That's all it is. They're probably going to somehow play a PlayStation 5 in the next season of Stranger Things, even though it takes place in the 80s. Yeah, they'll time travel forward. All right, next nugget. Website Gaming Nexus reported that World War II turn-based espionage game Classified France 44 was announced for PS5, and it's coming later this year, and it sounds and looks wonderful. I'm very excited about it. Can't wait. Cooperative beat-em-up game. <laughs> Double Dragon Gaiden Rise of the Dragons will launch for PS4 and PS5 on July 27th. Website PlayStation Universe reported that the following games received update patches this week, 
Diablo 4, Destiny 2, Horizon Forbidden West, Rainbow Six Siege, Smite, and Crusader Kings 3. So if you've been waiting for some fixes or new content, now is the time to check. Gran Turismo movie director Neil Blomkamp stated on Twitter that he is looking into Wipeout lore for a potential future project, it seems. Damon Faircloth, Faircloth? Damon Faircloth, Faircloth, who knows. The former lore master at original Wipeout developer Cygnosis replied, saying that he has quote-unquote tons of material for Blomkamp. So a Wipeout movie would be something. I would love my business card to say lore master. Yes. I mean, you can do it. That's so cool. Yeah, you can do it. Why not? (laughs) Yeah, I could just put that on there. Yeah, fuck yeah. Also, a former BioWare employee revealed this week that failed shooter Anthem was made in 15 months and the studio worked 90-hour weeks. Is that even physically possible? I mean, what the fuck? (laughs) Yeah, you would work... You work 612s? Yeah. Yeah, you'd have to. 36? Yeah, you'd have to work... You'd have to. 712s. Yeah. Yeah. Are you good? <laughs> Jesus Christ, it's a fucking disaster over there on your end. For fuck's sake. <laughs> I wish you could hear it. God Sorry, damn. I keep sneezing. <laughs> I, keep, I keep muting the mic. It's a fucking horror show. I couldn't talk about the French dossier 1944 because I was sneezing. <laughs> it's a fucking shambles. Oh my God. <laughs> All I can hear is just. That's all I can fucking hear. You would think somebody was fucking choking you with that microphone for fucking 15 minutes. It's like Agent 47 fucking getting you with the microphone. Oh, okay. God damn. Where are we? <laughs> Next nugget. Ubisoft says that X Defiant will have mouse and keyboard support on consoles for all you fucking nerds. Cool. Just go play on well, PC. Yeah, just go play on PC, honestly. The fuck? The fuck out of here. A new rumor says that the Final Fantasy IX remake will likely be a PlayStation exclusive. That's not really a shock. The Crew Motorfest will let you keep your vehicles from the crew too when it launches later this year, which is very cool. After, uh, for these people who have spent years and lots of dollars buying cars on the crew, too. God. <laughs> How many times has it been? That's fucking crazy. This is our world record. I want, I want to fucking get you on Guinness. For what? For fucking consecutive sneezes. I think I'm all right. It doesn't Finally. sound like it. No, there's no way. All right. <laughs> <laughs> You're struggling so bad. Uh, I can't hear you going, uh, uh, uh. <laughs> Fucking dead. I feel, like, I feel like I've been working in a cocaine factory. <laughs> You're like the fucking, there's a movie. You're like fucking Corky Romano right now. <laughs> fucking shit. <laughs> He gets in that bag of cocaine and he's just fucking (laughs) fucking dog. Oh god. Hmm. Also, website Gamatsu reported that fantasy RPG school building simulator, the fuck, Valtherian Arc, 
Hero School Story 2 will launch for PS4 and PS5 on June 22nd. Multiplayer sandbox adventure game Tinkertown is launching <laughs> for PC on June 22nd. <laughs> but when we come to consoles at some point in the future. Why is that funny? I, I just know you're over there struggling and, you know. Mm. Anyway, Horde Survival and Farm Simulation game hybrid Wisp <laughs> Perfect. Pike Survivors. Sword of the Necromancer was announced for PS4 and PS5 and is launching quote unquote very soon. Okay. I love the idea that you're planting corn and beets and then the, here comes the Necromancer. Yeah. <laughs> Why is this happening? Yeah. I'm the last fucking thing I'm worried about when there's zombies is a goddamn row of corn. Hopefully they'll combine yeah. Power Wash Simulator and the Necromancer too. Yeah, perfect. You can power wash their kneecaps off. Right. Also, free-to-play Match 3 Puzzle RPG Puzzle Quest 3 is now available on PS4 and PS5. And it's literally a mobile game. So, it looks terrible. Wrestling RPG WrestleQuest will launch on August 8th for PS4 and PS5 after recently being delayed. Action RPG Infinity Strash Dragon Quest The Adventure of Die will launch for PS4 and PS5 worldwide on September 28th. Single-player puzzle platformer Scarf is coming to PS4 and PS5 on July 6th. Point-and-click adventure game Desolatium, Desolatium? I'm going to say Desolatium, was announced for PS4 and PS5, and it's releasing later this year. Grand Blue Fantasy vs. Rising is getting a PS4 and PS5 beta in mid-July. Pirate-themed strategy game Revival Corsairs Battle for the Caribbean was announced for PS4 and PS5, and it's releasing in 2024. Front Mission First Remake will launch for PS4 and PS5 on June 30th. Exploration skateboarding game Skatebird is now available on PS4 and PS5, and I, was, I just remembered, I was reading about this today, and the bird that you play as, his name is Anthony Hawk. He's a hawk, his name's <laughs> Anthony Hawk. Mm, that's good. That's pretty good. What is so you're a you're a bird that skates? Correct. Yeah, it's just like Tony Hawk with a hawk. <laughs> it mean, is Tony Hawk. It, what are you talking about? Yeah, it's Tony Hawk. That's literally what it is. Anyway, rollback netcode for Samurai Showdown has been delayed to late summer. It's supposed to be out this spring. Escape Academy DLC, Escape from the Past. <laughs> Wouldn't we all like to do that? Will launch June nineteenth. Action-adventure game The Last Hero of Nostalgia is coming to PS4 and PS5 on June 20th alongside the Rise of Evil DLC. Side-scrolling action platformer Steel Assault was announced for PS4 and PS5 and it's releasing on June 15th. Publisher Milestone announced that previously leaked Hot Wheels Unleashed 2 Turbocharged is coming to PS4 and PS5 on October the 19th. The King of Fighters 13 Global Match Open Beta Test is scheduled to take place June 5th through the 11th on PS4. Japanese developer NDS Games will release Boss Rush co-op online action game Trinity S for PS4 and PS5 this fall. Is that just like a brawler where you just you just kill bosses yeah, all the time? Yeah, exactly. That's the way it looked to me. It's like you it's it's a 3D game, but you're just like it's like boss battle after boss battle after boss battle. Those are my least favorite part of games. <laughs> yeah, it can, they can be for me. Like, I want to play the story and all that fun stuff. But yeah. boss battles, it's like, God damn it. It's just like, where this is so, it's overtly difficult just to piss me off. Right. Yeah, I was about to say, it just got hard all of a sudden. Right. 
Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I didn't mean it like that, but that was good. Also, finally, Travis Gamatsu reported that publisher Sodesco announced a partnership with, with Brazilian developer Among Giants for their upcoming game, which they say will pay homage to their passion for backpacking in remote parts of the world. Okay. And uh, that is all for the news this week. And I'll turn it over to Travis now for this week's new games, if he can quit sneezing for five seconds. On the 29th, we have Late Shift, Run Man, Travel the World. And that is our first day mm-hmm. of all PS5 releases for the first time. Look at There's no PS4. There's no VR. That's only PS5 exclusives. Hmm. On the 30th, Company of Heroes 2, sorry, <laughs> Company of Heroes 3, which is a turn-based like World War II thing, Everdream Valley, Five Dates, Shame Legacy, The Caligula Effect, Overdose, The Complex. On the 31st, we have Gunfire Reborn, Laser Pythium, The Tardis Key, The Tardis Key, Undead Horde 2, Necropolis. On the 1st, we have Homebody, Killer Frequency, Skatebird. And on the second, we have EA Sports Super Mega Baseball 4, Shanty, like a shanty house. And then we have uh, Street Fighter 6, and We Love Katamari Reroll, and Royale, Royal <laughs> Reverie. Goddamn. There it is. There it is. Let's take a look here, shall we? Uh, let's see here. Company of Heroes 3 is getting decent reviews. Like you said, it's a World War II, like, real-time strategy game. It's getting, like, 7th and 8th. I think it's on PC, maybe. It is. I, yeah, I believe so. This is the console port of it, so it's um, it's getting, like, 7th and 8th. Might check it out on a sale at one point. Uh, Everdream Valley is, like, a like a farming slice-of-life simulator, and uh, it doesn't look terrible. Not bad. Gunfire Reborn, I'm not, I'm not positive it actually made it. Let me look real quick if it's on the PlayStation Store. I know it was supposed to come out. Well, let's see if it actually made it. No, it's still not made it out. Uh, it's just you can just wish list it, but uh, that's supposed to be pretty good as well. It's only going to be twenty bucks. What else here? Skatebird, like we just discussed. That's uh, the the protagonist is called Anthony Hawk. EA Sports Super Mega Baseball. It's a very good game. We'll both be talking about that in a moment, I think. And then Street Fighter Six, of course, is a Huge one, the big one this week. It's sitting at a 92 on Metacritic. Uh, it's broken the all-time concurrent streaming or viewers uh, on Twitch for a fighting game uh, by like double. So it's a pretty big release. And then we love Katamari Reroll and Royal Reverie is uh, apparently a very beloved re-release of of those games. So. We'll see. I've never played any of those games, but people do enjoy them. So that's all for the new games this week. And we'll start to wrap the show up here like we always do by discussing what we've been playing and anything we're looking forward to. What's on your plate? I think we played Chivalry. We did. Yeah, we did. I know I, know I kicked a lot of guys because that's fun to do. Um, yeah, I don't know. It was good like always. It's just a fun game. Um, I threw my sword at somebody in, a, in desperation. And it stuck in their back, which is pretty cool. And then I got headshotted a couple times with the actual crossbow, which is always uh, frightening. So um, awesome as usual. Again, would would go for the platinum if it didn't have to get bread kills. <laughs> yes, yeah, 100%. Did some Battlefield. I'm looking forward to the uh, new season and the new map coming out in a few days. 
we played I played like hourglass. I actually sniped and I could suddenly snipe again. So I oh, don't yeah? know. I don't know what fixed itself in, in the week, but suddenly I could snipe. Last night I had some pretty good kills. You know, just it's just so satisfying when you lead somebody and it hits their head and they explode and die. Mm-hmm. So that was a blast. And then on a whim, I downloaded Super Mega Baseball 4. I really enjoy it's just fun that there's old players and then the, the games that they, the players they make up are real goofy. Like their names are like Beefy McManus or whatever, like just yeah. some really stupid shit. You know, I, the, the, the difficulty it starts you on is like, I was just fucking murdered somebody in an exhibition game. So I've been trying to get the difficulty down. The pitching, I've gotten really close. Like I don't give up a lot of runs, but you know, I don't get destroyed, but I don't, you know, strike everybody out either. So that's been. I think I've got that balance down. The hitting is still a bit questionable. Yeah. But it's a very satisfying game. Like, it's just fun. It's There's something about it that makes it replayable. And um, mm-hmm. the little, like, when you're in the menu, the music thing, the radio station is pretty funny. Like, yeah. the only thing that, the only thing I would add to it would be, like, just some announcers that were, like, mm. you know, like, NFL Blitz level where they just say weird shit and they're goofy and odd. Yeah. Like, that would add a little bit more to the game. But, that's really all it needs. It's fun though, cartoony. Yeah, the presentation, like, like I agree. There's no play by play commentators. I actually mentioned that in my review, but the the music specifically reminds me something about it. Reminds me of like the early aughts, mid aughts Madden games, like Madden 2003, or I think that was the yeah. one that had like Seether and Fine Again on there, and like Party Hard by yeah. Andrew WK, like. <laughs> Right. It just—I don't know. So when I when I hear the soundtrack of the game, it just it just reminds me of Madden for some reason, the old Madden. So yeah. Anyway, it's fun though. It's um, uh, it's not easy. It's but that's a good yeah. thing. And um, the players are fun, and the management, and like, if you do a season or a franchise, like you'll have to make decisions that affect their loyalty. Mm-hmm. You know, just stuff you got to think about, and you know, it's it's a good time. You should definitely look at it if you're into baseball, or even if you're not, because I'm not. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it's just fun. Yeah, I I enjoy it. I gave it an eight point five in my review, uh, which is for us is very good. Obviously, it's eight point five out of ten. So I really enjoyed it. And I, you know, like you said, I'm not. We're not baseball people per se. You you much more so than myself used to be anyway. So I took it on a whim, thinking, well, this isn't you know a normal like baseball game, so maybe I'll like it. And that was true. So it's it's a baseball game really for everyone. Like if you aren't really in for into baseball, you can definitely pick this up and play it. If you are, you can crank the difficulty up like you're saying, and it can be more of like a simulation ish if you want it to be. So I'm, I'm enjoying it so far. Um, I just wish that me and you could do an online league, but with CPU teams, uh, I tweeted at them today and they, they responded and said they would share the feedback with the development team. So we'll see. I don't know. I don't even know if that's something you can add to a game in a post-launch update. I mean, I would think so. I would think so, but I don't know. I don't know how it works. No, the other stuff I've been playing, like you said, Battlefield 2042. Very excited about the new update coming next week on Wednesday. Super excited about it. Season 5. I uh, did find out today that the Season 5 Battle Pass is going to be a 1,000 Battlefield coins, which is convenient because that's exactly how many I have from previous Battle Passes, uh, you know, unlocking stuff. And then uh, last thing, no, not the last thing. Also played Chivalry 2 a little bit, like you said. The very last thing that I've actually been playing is Diablo 4. And started it tonight. Played for about an hour or so. I picked the Druid class, which is fucking dope. It's just this big, burly motherfucker. 
and I can like change into a bear and maul people. It's very, very cool. Morph into it. What is that? You shapeshift into a bear. You can also shapeshift into a werewolf in that class. So why can't a druid shapeshift? That feels more like a mage or something. I don't know. I, I don't know. That's very interesting. Yeah, it's dope. It's uh, it's awesome. I um, uh, you know, gonna. I think me and some of the guys from the website are gonna co-op it and stream it for a little bit tomorrow afternoon, which would be Saturday. You're listening to this podcast on a Monday, hopefully. Um, do want to point out that. Uh, since I'm talking about it, that what's their face? What are they called? Blizzard. They did provide us codes uh, for the game. Very kind of them. They actually gave us the $100 Ultimate Edition, which is fucking sick. So big shout out, I guess, to them for that. They didn't have to do that. So we're going to stream that tomorrow. It's getting good reviews as well. What difficulty do you have it on? I, I don't know. The way it works on there is like you have world tiers or whatever. It's like world tier one, world tier two. Like, oh, yeah, like FIFA. Uh, yeah, or like the division. Remember on the division how we would, oh, yeah, we would yeah. do that? It's just, it's like the division. Fuck the division. It's just like that. So cool. When I have more people, I'll probably raise it up. You know, to world tier two or whatever. But uh, it's dope. I don't know how. I think four people can co-op it. Maybe more than that. I'd have to look it up. Anyway, I'm enjoying it so far. I also bought Street Fighter Six. Haven't got to play it yet, but I did enjoy in the beta. So I went ahead and pulled the trigger on that after seeing those reviews. Anyway, I'll have to look forward to Summer Game Fest coming up. Uh, you're going to be gone next week, so I haven't decided if I'm going to record solo or if I'm going to hit up Ryan to see if he want, wants to join, come with. Not sure yet. We'll see, but uh, we do have Summer Game Fest. I have some big predictions before we go. Two of them. First one is The Finals, which is that game from Embark Studios. That's the team that's made up of all the former Battlefield devs. I think the finals is there 100%. And I think it shadow drops because they've been in closed beta. And I think that now is a great time to do so. I also think that Death Stranding 2 is there because we know that Keeley and Kojima have a bromance. Um, so I think that's there. I also think that there's a possibility that we get a Spider-Man 2 release date at that event. Those are my big predictions. Anyway, that's it for me. It's it for Travis. That's it for the show. We'll get out of here now. You guys take care. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed it, don't forget to subscribe so you can get a new show delivered to you every Monday on your podcast service. We'd also appreciate if you could leave us a rating, review, like, comment, thumbs up, hearts, all that stuff. Very helpful. And uh, we'd also like it if you could share us with a friend or a loved one who you think might enjoy getting all of the week's PlayStation news in less than 90 minutes. Be uh, much obliged. You guys take care. Have a great week. Enjoy. Summer Game Fest, and we'll catch you on the other side. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye.